You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello everyone and welcome to Not So Small Talk. I am your host, Amy Lee Westervelt. I am so excited to be here today. I feel like it's new. It's a new year. We've got new, fresh energy um, and apparently Source has already shown up, so that's excellent. I'm really excited to chat with you guys today about detachment. So before we get started, if this is your first time grabbing me live, go ahead and comment and let me know that this is your first time seeing me. If you're an old pro and you feel like you've been here before, then let me know that as well so I can say hi to you. And if you're listening on the podcast, then welcome to the Design to Dream podcast. So excited to have you. I think you guys are really going to enjoy today's conversation. Okay, so talking about detachment. First of all, I think it's, oh, I missed you too. First of all, I think it's really important that we talk about what detachment really is, because I think that it gets a bad rap. So detachment is the idea of not being like so hell bent on things happening a certain way. Okay. So detachment is about letting go of the how and focusing on the what. And I've got to tell you guys, this is something that I have struggled with so much over the years. And I think a lot of you guys can relate to this. So if you feel like you've struggled with, you know, uh, detaching, let me know in the comments, but you know, one of the things that really makes detachment hard is all of the story that goes with it. It's what does it mean about me if I don't? And what happens if I can't make this happen? Or what happens? What are they going to say about me? Does this make me not good enough? Does this mean that I'm, you know, uh, not the best fit for something? Or does this mean that I'm not worthy? And so we spend a lot of time in story around worthiness when it comes to attachment, right? Because it's like, it's not just about what it is that we desire. It's about what does it mean about me if I can't make that happen or if that doesn't happen for me. And so when we start to really practice detachment, a lot of these worthiness blocks, a lot of this stress about am I good enough? Am I worth it? Kind of tend to fall out of the way. And so I think it's really important. Hello, Miriam. I think it's really important that we have this conversation. We understand what detachment is and why it's so important to practice it. And my goal is that at the end of this little chat that we have together, that you guys come away having a better understanding of what detachment is and how you can practice it in your own life and how it's going to prevent so much of the suffering that you put yourself through. Remember, we have to feel pain. We don't have to suffer. Okay, so let's get right into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is detachment from material items. Now, I want to say that when it comes to this idea of detachment from material things, 
sometimes this conversation can get a little dicey because it sounds a little bit condescending coming from someone who's successful or coming from someone who has what they desire. It's very easy to say, you know, just let go. Just don't, don't be attached to the, to, to what you desire, you know, just, just be open. And it's like, you hear people say things like that's easy for you to say, you know, you're making this much money or that's easy for you to say, you don't have this problem or that's easy for you to say, you know, you don't have my worries. And I think it's really important that we think about what attachment to material items looks like. It looks like it has to be that customer. It has to be that opportunity. It has to be today. It has to be this moment, right? Like when we start to attach to exact circumstances and people, now all of a sudden we're really forcing, we're really forcing that this has to be the way that this thing happens. Okay. And the more that we do that, the more constraints we're putting on it. So let me give you an example. Let's go back to the days, you know, a lot of us are older now, we're married, you know, old ladies and men, but let's just say that you're still in the dating place. Okay. And I say to you, okay, tell me what your ideal partner looks like. And you say, well, it's going to be a male. Okay, great. That's half of the population. I can do that. And he needs to live in the United States. Okay. So we just knocked off a you know, multi-billion people, that's fine. And he needs to have brown hair. Okay, there's still a lot of those. And he needs to be a Scorpio. Okay, got it. And he needs to be left-handed. Okay, we're getting slim pickings here. And his mom's name needs to be Jane. You, You know, I mean, I can do this, I can find it, but it's gonna take a lot longer than if you said, hey, I'm looking for a partner. I want them to be my perfect companion. I want it to be somebody that's going to light me up, that's going to make me feel beautiful, that's going to make me feel confident. Somebody who is going to show me my worth by being, but by being aware of their own worthiness. What a difference that is in terms of that attachment, right? Instead of, and it has to be Joe. It has to be Joe who works with me at Citibank. And we're going to fall in love and have, you know, a bunch of kids and he, it it has to be him. I know he's my soulmate. That is an example of attachment. And believe it or not, in this case, this is a material item. It's a thing. It's not a state or an emotion. Okay. So when we spend our time attaching to material items, there's only one way it can go. Well, two ways it can go. Yes or no, but there's no options involved. Okay. So when you're on a a call with a potential client and that client says, you know what, I'm going to think about it. And all you're thinking is, oh my gosh, I need to land this client. I need to land this client. I need to land this client. Now, all of a sudden you're entering in suffering because what does it mean if I don't land the client? What does it mean if I don't end up, you know, closing this sale? What does it mean about me? What does it mean about my work? And so there's a lot more kind of emotional baggage that goes into this because we're so attached to this material item. I really want a Louis Vuitton person. It has to be a Louis Vuitton person. It has to be this one. And I want it and I want it and I want it and I want it. And so what happens if that doesn't happen, then there's disappointment because that was what you wanted. 
right? How many times, tell me if this is true, have you had a child who wanted something for Christmas or for their birthday and that stupid thing was sold out when you went to the store? And what did they say? Well, that's all I wanted. Well, that, but I really wanted that, right? Like, because they're so attached to that one specific thing. It doesn't matter if something else comes along to them, that's disappointment because it's not what they desired. Okay. So when we detach from the material items, now we're starting to see other ways that these things can happen for us. Okay. Does this make sense? So what we want to do is we want to find a way that we can detach from material items, the exact client, the exact partner, getting a job at this firm. Yes, we want those things. Yes, it's wonderful to desire things. But when we make that, you know, this or bust, that's when we're setting ourselves up for disappointment. That's when we're setting ourselves up for failure. Does this make sense? Let me know in the comments if you have can remember a time in your life when you attach to something material and it caused you suffering and you know what that felt like for you, I would love to hear your experiences of that. I can certainly give you a lot of mine. Okay. So that's one way that we can practice detachment, but it's not just material items that we want to detach from. Okay. We also want to detach from expectations. And this is something that I really struggled with because I have historically been a very codependent person. Now, if you don't know what codependency is, codependency is when you have a relationship with others where you behave a certain way and you expect their behavior to be in alignment with the way that you behave, okay? So I historically, with family members and, and people that I've been close to, have been a person who expected, well, if I do the right thing, then this person's going to do the right thing. And it kind of hit me upside the head one day when there was a certain family member who I'm not going to call out because they probably are watching this. Um, you know, I said, okay, well, if I do X, Y, and Z, then they're going to do A, B, and C except that's not what ended up happening. What ended up happening is something that I never would have expected. They reacted in a completely different way because that person is independent of me. And so when I would go through my life saying, well, I don't understand. I had this client. I did what I was supposed to do. I gave them what I said I was going to give them. They had the shift I thought they would have. I don't understand why they operated in this way. And it's because I had expectations, right? I assumed that somehow that if I did all the things that the person on the other side would do all the things, but I don't have that kind of control. I've never had that kind of control. I may have had the illusion that I had that kind of control, but I didn't ever have it. Okay. So when we expect things to go a certain way, we're still trying to force the circumstance. We're still exactly Miriam. Yes. People will react differently than you think they will. Right. We're still trying to force the circumstance. We're still pushing our how. Okay. So this is going to be happily ever after. And here's how it's going to happen. Right. We're still attaching to those expectations. The more that we attach 
the more we set ourselves up for suffering because we're only one person. There's a lot of other people in the world that are doing a lot of different things that have a lot of different agendas. And when we are hell bent on it happening exactly this way, this is where we get ourselves into trouble. And this is something I work with my clients with all the time, because when I can start to get you to detach from the how and start focusing on the what, that's where the magic begins to happen. And which leads us in a perfect segue to what we do instead, right? So we talked about we don't want to attach to material items. We don't want to attach to expectations. What do we want to attach to? Well, there's an answer to that, and here it is. We want to attach to a desired state, okay? We want to attach to a state. We want to attach to the feeling we will feel when something such as this client signs up with us or we get the Louis Vuitton bag, or we get the dream house. What we really truly desire is the state that this thing or this person or this experience is going to bring us to. Okay, now if you think really hard about anything you desire and you boil it down to why you desire it, somewhere in there you're going to find at least one, if not several different states or emotions. Let me give you an example. I really want to sign this client today. Okay, why? Because you want to say, I signed a client? Why? Because if I sign a client, then that means that my work is worthwhile. Okay, what else? Um, because I'll make money. Great, why do you want to make money? Well, so I can take care of my family. Why do you want to take care of your family? Well, because I love them. Well, why do you love them? because they're my family. Okay, great. So at the end of the day, like, what is the feeling? Like, why do you want to take care of your family? Like, why is that important? Well, because it will make me feel like I'm supported. It'll make me feel secure. It'll make me feel like a good provider. Oh, okay. So what you really want here is you want the feeling of being a good provider. You want the feeling of safety. You want the feeling of security. You want the feeling of that foundation of energy. So what happens then if you attach to that feeling and I really want to create a life where I am secure, where I am safe, where I have a foundation that I can stand on? What happens if we attach to that? How many different ways can the universe fulfill that order? How many different things can it bring that give you that feeling? Millions. There are millions ways that you couldn't even dream up if you tried. It could be an anonymous benefactor, like in Great Expectations, right? Do you think Pip ever thought that somebody was going to take care of him for the rest of his life? Hell no. He thought he was going to die of street urchin, right? So like, why, why do we get it in our heads that this is the only way something can happen? How many of you out there listening and out there watching how many of you have had something swoop in and give you an experience that you never would have expected? I'll tell you right now, almost every single one of my clients at some point in our coaching relationship will come to me and say, Amy Lee, you're never going to guess what happened. And you know what I usually say? <laughs> Try me. Because of course I guess, because I know that when we open it up and we attach to the state, 
the love, the joy, the happiness, the forgiveness, the, the, the elation, the uh, satisfaction, you know, whatever emotion that you want to put here, whatever state, what happens? We open up all of the possibilities of how that can come into our reality. It doesn't have to be through this client. I had a client today and I said, hey, if you weren't doing this thing, this thing that we're trying to do, we're trying to get you to this rank in your business and we're trying to do these things and this is all very well and good. But what if I said to you, hey, so-and-so, I'm going to give you this little card, okay? And this card right here, you show this anywhere in the world to anyone and you can have anything you desire, anything. It's like a black card, but more. You don't even have to run it. You just hold it up in the air. You want, you know, a new house, yours. You want a car, yours. You want whatever, yours. Are you still doing this job? And she thought about it for a second and she's like, well, I mean, I like it. I'm like, we're right, right. But do you still have to? No. No. So what is it that you really want? You're doing this because you want the feeling that is created. You want the satisfaction, the fulfillment, the financial peace, the abundance. You want those things. Great. Attach to those and let the universe figure out how to make the other things happen. Okay. Now you say, okay, but I told this person that I do this thing and I'm really responsible for this. And yes, I get that. And the good news is when you attach to what you truly desire, the universe will move everything else out of the way that it needs to. The universe will figure it out. It will say, okay, this is what you actually desire. Well, then this is going to go. And this is going to go. And you know what? Let's change and do this this way because this is gonna get you to the path faster, okay? So understand that when we're talking about detachment, we're talking about specifics. The specifics are where the story is. The story is where the suffering lies. The story is where we go to find out all the reasons why we're stuck, okay? Well, it has to be this because I told so-and-so I was going to make this rank and I told so-and-so that I was going to do this and I, I already bought the test and I already, I already signed up and I've got all my time sunk into this. Yes, we get that. And it may very well be that that is the avenue. But if it isn't, do you want it anyway? And maybe that's the sentence that I want you to think about. Maybe that's what I want you to take away from today. If this isn't the way to get there, do you want it anyway? That's how you know if you're attached. That's how you know if it's the thing that you want, the, the circumstance, or if it's the result. It's like for a really long time, everybody and their grandfather wanted to get 10,000 followers on Instagram. Why? Because they wanted a 10,000 next to their name? Hardly. Because they wanted to be able to swipe up so they could put a link. Now, granted, everybody can do that now, but for a long time, you couldn't. So did you really want 10,000 followers? No, you couldn't have given a rat's ass. And guess what? After they made it so that anybody who has Instagram can put a link, do you think people really care about hitting 10,000 followers like they used to? They sure don't. Because now they're attached to something different, right? They were attached to being able to put a link. They can put a link. They don't care. They detached from needing to make 10,000 followers. Why do they want the link? because they want to be able to share their business. So if there was a way to share your business without putting a link, are they even attached to putting their link? Nope. 
What if they hit the Powerball? Would they even be attached to sharing their business? Nope. Do you see how it kind of all kind of trickles away? If you owed a million dollars to the IRS for your taxes, that would be catastrophic for you right now in this moment. But what if you had a hundred million? Would you care? You'd write that check so fast. Huh, whatever. You wouldn't even fight it. You wouldn't care. It wouldn't be worth your time to put in the effort to prove that you didn't owe the million. You'd be like, honestly, let me just write this and get rid of it. And let me think that all that money went to something wonderful. Detachment. Detachment. So we're attaching to the desired state. So do me a favor. Let's just get this going right now. Start telling me in the comments. And for those of you out there listening, uh, go ahead and start thinking about them. I want to hear what are we attaching to? What feelings, what emotions, what states are we attaching to? What are we digging in on so that we can let go of the things and the expectations? Now, the cool thing about this is that the more that you attach to the state and the emotion and the feeling, the more of these things and these experiences happen for you. Why? Because it's a trickle down effect. Because everything from happiness and below or feelings and below is part of the equation. But if we start with this job or this partner or this client signing up with us, we can only get everything underneath that. We can't get the feelings that go higher. So if we want it all, if we want the whole kit and caboodle, we got to start at the top and then let it all deliciously trickle down. This is the work that will change your life. This is where my clients go from, oh my God, I haven't signed a client in six months to I've got three discovery calls and I don't even know what to do. I've, I've got to open up more space in my calendar because they're detaching from outcomes because they're recognizing that they are an incredible commodity, that they are an incredible person, incredible asset. And there are so many leads that may or may not be a fit for them. And if they're not aligned, the universe is going to go, nope, not that one. And you may not know that at the time. You might say, oh my gosh, she was perfect. Everything was great. And then she came and told me that her husband said no. And like, why is this happening to me? Because somewhere, somewhere up there, that higher, higher consciousness knew that it was more than that. It was more than just her husband said no. It was misaligned in some way. It was misaligned in some way. Exactly. Thank you, Joe Ingram. Filtering the leads cosmically. Exactly. Okay. So this is what is happening. So when we don't get hung up on whether it's this or that, how different would it be if you looked at your business from a perspective of there are hundreds of people that want to work with me and I have the important, crucial job of making sure that the people that make it into my world are the good fit for me and for them. That's a very different energy than, oh my God, I hope that someone comes into my world. I don't care. As long as they have a heartbeat, I'm there because I really need this. I need this client because if this doesn't happen, then these other things aren't going to happen. What are we attaching to? We're attaching to that outcome, right? We're attaching to the expectation of that particular client rather than attaching to the idea of the feeling that we want to create, which is abundance and joy and happiness and financial freedom. That's what we want to attach to. Okay. So what does it look like for you 
when you attach to, you know, just to pick on Miriam, right? Because I know she's a real estate agent. So in Miriam's case, like there are so many people out there that want me to sell their house and not all of them are good fit. So I have the job of going through these applications, having conversations with these people and figuring out who's most aligned. That's very different than, oh my God, please, please phone ring. Please, I need a sale. I need a sale so bad. I need this sale. Oh my gosh, I need this. I need this. What happens when you have a cat? Does anybody have a cat? And you need your cat. Oh, kitty, come here. Come snuggle me. They're like, oh, get away from me. Human, I don't, I don't need you. But when you're in the middle of doing something and you don't have time for kitty and you're on your computer or you're reading a book or you're drinking a cup of coffee, who comes and sits their fat ass in your lap? Why? Because you don't need them. Because they feel that detachment. And you know, want to know something else? Detachment is sexy. Oh, is it sexy? Case in point, instead of saying that you have these leads for your business, let's pretend you're dating again. You go on a speed dating trip, okay? And you've got 100, you know, 25 different numbers in your phone. You're talking to a couple people. There's a couple people, you know, that kind of dropped off. They're not really interested. And then there's this one person that you're talking to. And then they kind of just ghost you. Do you notice? Not as much as you would if they were the only person you're talking to. Why? Because your pipeline is so full, right? You've got so many people hanging out in there that you're not even going to notice. So your job is to attach to leads. Your job is to attach to impact. Your job is to attach to the excitement of sharing your message and leave the aligned ones to the universe. Detach from that. Attach to the excitement. Attach to the joy. Attach to the fulfillment. You remember that movie, Something About Mary, right? What was so sexy about Mary? She didn't need a guy. She didn't need a guy. She hung out with her brother. She spent time with the, with the um, special needs community. She was golfing. She had friends. She had a life. And that life was so attractive to the, all those men that literally bent over backwards and made themselves into bonsai trees in order to attract her because she didn't need them. There's something about Mary the alignment is the job. Thank you, Kate. The alignment is the job of the universe, right? Let it know what you desire and let it do the work. How many people hang out and play with chat GPT right now? What's the coolest thing about chat GPT? It takes everything that we know, right? And it gives you the opportunity to play with it, ask it questions, and it'll catalog it for you. Tell me the top 10 Best tips for going live on Facebook. Do, 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 do. Great. Put that in a table. Do, 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 do. Right? It's got the information. Tell me the three best restaurants in Houston, Texas. Boop, 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 boop. So your job is to say what you want and let the universe serve it up in a silver platter and trust that if what you desire isn't meant to be, that it's going to fall away. And so you can do this by saying this or something better. This or something better. I want this, but I'm open to something even better. What I really want is the feeling that I think this is going to create. And so that's what I'm really looking for. 
So just to sum this up in a cute little bow again, real quick, what we want to do is we want to detach from material items. Okay. We don't want to be feeling like we have to have this thing or this person. The more specific we get, the more suffering we create, the more story there is, the more we have to justify why it's this and nothing else. And if you don't believe me that this isn't a thing, then let's just imagine that you make a list of 10 things you truly desire. Okay. You want to go to England. You want to sit on the Champs-Élysées and drink tea. You want to, I don't know, go to the Indy 500, whatever. You make a list of 10 things. Okay. When you're done with your list of 10 things, I say, good. None of those things are allowed to be the things make 10 more. Could you do it faster than I said, go. Why? Because you're not really attached to the things. You could come up with endless amounts of things that you want because it's truly the feeling that you're trying to create. It's the feeling, it's the state, it's the feeling. It's the feeling, it's the feeling, it's the feeling. The feeling is the secret to quote Neville Goddard. You want what you want, go for the feeling. How do you want to feel? Feel it now. Okay, so we're detaching from material items. We're detaching from expectations and we're attaching to the desired state. How do you want to feel? Figure that out. Feel it now. For those of you who would like to take this conversation further and you'd like to get into my calendar, this is how you do it. We can chat about how I can help you do this for yourself, for your business, for your life. Um, I definitely... You know, I, I think that so many people would benefit from doing more detachment. And also there's a lot of other, you know, head junk and things that we can clear up. So definitely check that out. AmyLeeWesterveldt.com slash booking. Love to chat with you. You guys can follow me on Gratitude and Glamour on Instagram. Not as good at uh, sharing on Instagram these days, but there's a lot of good content from when I was because I'm detaching from feeling the need to have to be present on all platforms. And then you can also figure me out, figure me out. You can also find me on TikTok as well as Friday nights. Uh, Mr. Joe Ingram, who you saw a couple minutes ago, he and I do a show called The Psychic and The Stoic. Joe's The Stoic, I'm The Psychic. Um, and you guys can check that out as well. So with that, thank you so much for being here. If this was your first time, I appreciate you spending this last hour, half hour, my goodness, half hour with me and with us. And uh, like I promised, I got you out of here in less than 30. So I hope you guys have a fabulous day. And I will see you on the next show. Bye now. Hey, Dream Builder. Are you loving this stuff? Do you want more? More human design, law of attraction, and manifestation? then my Designed to Dream membership is for you. You'll get the Dream Design Vault packed with pre-recorded content to help you design and manifest your dreams, a monthly group coaching call with me, and a monthly theme and meditations to support you on your journey. Membership is just $47 a month, and you can cancel anytime with no hassle. Join us and start designing your dreams now.